Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Purpose Driven Champs. I'm your host, William Grayson, with my co-host and Ace Boone Coon, William D. Harris. How you doing, Will, today? What's going on, guy? All right, today we got the amazing Jimmy Bell from Mississippi State Center. How you doing, Jimmy? Good, how you doing? All right, Jimmy, Um, let everybody know where you're from and everything. Uh, stay tuned. Well, I'm Jimmy Bell Jr. Uh, I go by Tunk. Everybody call me Tunk. Uh, I'm Michigan. Uh, currently um, playing basketball at Mississippi State. And I'm a grad transfer from West Virginia. So um, this is my last year of basketball um, here at Mississippi State. All right. Uh, so, Jimmy, um, let me ask you a couple of questions. As a center, how do you prepare mentally and physically for the demands of your position? Uh, I mean, just coming – Coming to the game, you gotta know what you know what you came and what you on the team to do. Uh, I mean, I always been a good role player. I always know how to do my role and do uh, you know what the coach asked me to do. Uh, so it's just a mental thing that you gotta you know prepare yourself for. Uh, you know, when you come into the game and getting ready to you know uh, go against other teams. Will Jimmy playing at Arthur Hill, then going to Bella Vista Preparatory School, to Mobley Community College to the University of St. Louis, to the University of West Virginia, and finally landing at Mississippi State. Give us a little uh, insight of your journey. Uh, I mean, I've been around the block. Uh, and I've been to a lot of different schools, a lot of different situations. Uh, uh, but I feel like it helped me as far as becoming a player and adjusting to different situations, different uh, cities, different areas, environments, and stuff like that. So uh, I've been enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's been a long journey. Uh, Coming from Michigan and going to prep school and different universities, uh, it's, it's just a different feel. But uh, you know, like I say, I'm a, I'm always thankful for the journey that I've been on and continue to be on um, in my career. All right, how do you withstand the pressures of being an athlete and the aspects of your life um, with personal growth? Like, like how do you juggle all this? Uh, I mean, it's time management. Uh, you know, you got to just you know balance your life. Like you can't always just be about you know, your sport. I mean, of course, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's basically what you do for work, but, you know, you got to have things outside of sports like family, friends, you know, social life, uh, you know, things like that. So it's really just about time management, just knowing, you know, when you can do certain things and when, you know, it's time to, you know, go to work and be in the gym. Jimmy, Saginaw, Michigan, great sports town. Lamar Woodley, Super Bowl winner. Draymond Green, Anthony Roberson, Charles Rogers, Darwin Ham, the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Tell me a little bit of how much of an impact they've had in your life. Well, they had a big impact on my life. Uh just because they started off with all the young the young guys coming up and uh, we we kind of look back at them and you know see that it's not impossible to, to make it out of Saginaw. There's a lot of guys that are still playing. Um, you know, right now, like um, Dar Tucker, he playing. These Brian Bowen still playing. Uh, me, Ty Rogers, Greg Lawson. Uh, you know, it's still a lot of guys still playing. That's still trying to re uh, represent the city. Uh, so, it just play a big part just knowing that you can, you know, er anything uh, possible uh, make coming out of Saginaw. Um, what advice would you give the younger players coming up, playing any kind of sport, basketball, football, uh, you know, track? What advice would you give them now that you you 
you wish somebody would have told you earlier in your career? Uh, I mean, just enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, just put all the work in you can. Don't don't let nobody tell you what you can and can't do. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a mindset thing. It's a mental thing. And uh, you got self confidence in yourself. I feel like you can do anything. And you just got to outwork, outwork your opponent. Always know that um, you know somebody in position that want to work harder than you or just trying to get your spot. So uh, you know, especially with sports nowadays, sports nowadays business now. So you got to. That's how everybody got to. You got to approach it. Approach uh, your sport now. Okay. Jimmy, playing in the uh, – you played in several conferences, A-10, Big 12, now the uh, SEC. Talk to me about the different conferences and the adjustments you had to make as a player. Uh, I mean, the conferences are – they are different in, you know, their own way. Uh, you know, starting out, I started off in A-10, which is more like a mid-major league, but we had good – um, Dayton, VCU, um, you know, we had the team, Dayton, Obi Toppin was there, and they were like a top 25 team. So we had some good teams in that conference. Um, the Big 12 is, you know, the Big 12. I mean, it's one of the, I think, one of the best conferences in the, in the country right now, if not the best con- uh, conference. So uh, that, that conference is more guard-heavy, a lot of talent there in the guard area. Um, the bigs were pretty solid down there too. Um, just kind of like the SEC, uh, where the bigs here are more, they're a little bit more taller, more skinnier, more lengthy. So uh, they're more shot blockers. And you got a few guys that can score down in the post, but it's more so, you know, with the game changing, now, it's a lot of more guys that shoot uh, on the perimeter. All right. Can you walk me through a normal day of practice? Because I know you're always busy. You're always busy. What's the normal day for you? Like the normal day, getting up from jump? Like just my whole life or just sports? Sports like with sports like like sports in it. Look, you start laughing. You know it, it's hectic. Yeah, I mean, so cool. I, I get up. I'm always up at seven thirty eight, just taking my dog out so she can use the bathroom, do whatever, feed her. Uh, go to waste at nine. I'd be there from about nine to ten thirty. Then right after waste, I have to shoot for like thirty forty five minutes. I get maybe a two hour break, come home, you know, come back with the dog, chill, play the game, watch a movie, whatever. Uh, go back for practice around two, two thirty, hour of film before practice. So we really not starting until like three thirty. We do this uh walkthrough stuff before practice. It's like another forty five minutes. So we practice the schedule say we start at two thirty, but we don't actually start practice till maybe like four. Like actual starting the stretch and everything. So that's an hour and a half in. Um the practice usually go around about three hours or so. So I mean, I'm getting all that probably six some close some six thirty, some almost seven sometimes. And after practice I'm doing more work. I'm shooting stuff, getting on the treadmill, doing my work on the treadmill. So another like hour, come home, uh, you know, be back with the dog, chilling, uh, laying down, whatever, homework, whatever it is. And then most nights, you know, my body feeling not, not too heavy, not too bad. Uh, go back in the gym again and probably shoot for like another 30, 40 minutes, uh, walk on the treadmill and call it a night. <laughs> so hold up. Now I got a million dollar question. Where does your personal life come in at? <laughs> when you can squeeze it in? <laughs> your personal life. Like uh, that, when, when you squeeze in the dating in and all that, like everybody yeah. needs a little bit of romance in their life. So... <laughs> Get to that, you know. So I, I find some time for something. It's always gonna find time for that. That's just you know, <laughs> anybody right. find time for that anytime. All right, Jimmy. Uh, 
I know you lost your dad, and I'm pretty sure your dad was an athlete also. What was the impact of your father in your life? Uh, he had a big impact in my life, uh, especially growing up. Uh, you know, it was we kind of didn't have the best relationship. I, mean, I wouldn't say he wasn't there, but, he, you know, we didn't have the best relationship. And as we got older, as I got older, uh, we kind of just grew on to each other. Uh, I started staying with him for a while. Uh, we kind of just built a, a real good relationship. And once I started playing sports, you know, he was teaching me a lot of things from, you know, when he played and, and things like that. He was just like a big supporter for me. He was at all the games, all my practices, all my workouts, just making sure I'm, you know what I'm saying, doing the right thing on the court and, you know, trying to get ready for, you know, college at, when it was at that point. Uh, so, uh, I mean, he, he helped me uh, to be the player I am today. And, you know, every day I think about him and, and just, you know, try to go hard for him. Tell me about being the S. EC defensive player of the week for y'all. Um, how did that? How did that earn out? Like you know, how did you feel after getting that? Well, I felt great. Uh, it actually caught me by surprise. I'm not, you know, I had a big game that week, uh, so obviously I was kind of, I want to say, hoping I was going to get it, but I was kind of thinking like, I know where I get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it came out. I was just like, it just shocked me because it was like that was my first one. Uh, first, you know, conference player of the week, uh, especially in a conference like the SEC. So, yeah, a real big deal for me, my family, uh, all my coaches. So, I was just thankful, man. It, it felt real good, and you know, hopefully, I can get some more down down while we finish the season. But I, I felt good after that for sure. You said, you said, if you didn't get it, you're gonna be hot. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, after the game. how many points did you have that game? Huh? Uh, how many points and stuff did you have that game? I, I don't want to put out bad numbers. Uh, 17 huh? rebounds, four blocks, and two steals. Oh, yeah, you would do. Yeah. Really, <laughs> 20 and 20, I missed a few bunnies, but I, I still mm -hmm. had on a good game. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy, with the uh, NIL name, image, and likeness has created many opportunities for student athletes, which is long overdue. How is your uh, – apparel business coming along uh, it's been going good uh, i got a few t-shirts out a few hoodies out uh, just started a new design you know i got the truck the tunk truck uh shirts coming out now so i got that coming out uh i've been working on a lot of deals with, like restaurants out here trying to do things like that uh but mainly right now i've been having the t-shirt thing going on and that's been going on with me pretty good i actually started last year when i was at west virginia and when i got here um I feel like my, my fan base got bigger. Um, even the people in West Virginia still DM me and send me pictures of them wearing my stuff from, you know, Mississippi State. So uh, it's really shout out to the fans. They, they show a lot of love, when, you know, when my merchandise came out. So. Now you get a percentage of that, Jimmy? Yep. Yeah. That goes directly to you, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. How do, Jimmy, how do you portray yourself as a leader on uh, – on the court for your team like you know what what do you do for your team so they know like hey we're not gonna play around today's a good game you know like what do you do to get your team in game game mode i, I kind of just try to uh just try to talk to everybody i mean me being a vet on the team me being you know the biggest guy on the team a lot of people <laughs> look at me as their big brother and things like that and people just listen to me people respect me uh so i just use that to you know talk Play games. I just try to get my guys ready. Try to get myself ready. Uh, just you know, get prepared for for the games. You know, a lot of it's always a lot of adversity that go on through the game. So, 
know, everybody can clap and be happy when you're winning and doing good, but you know, when this, the hard times come and you're losing or the other team going on the run, that's when the real leadership comes out, and, and that's where I come in and try to you know keep everybody together and don't worry about the score, just worry about how much time left and, you know what I'm saying, trying to get back in, in the game, whatever it is. All right. Jimmy, with the season that you're having in your team in the SEC, right now looks like you're going to be in the big dance, the NCAA tournament. What are your feelings regarding playing in the big dance? Uh, um, well, hopefully we do make it uh, to there. Uh, that's our goal for sure. Uh, you know, I, I made it there last year for the first time in my career uh, with West Virginia. And, uh, I had a time of my life out there, man. We was out there for about a week or so or whatever. Uh, but I just enjoyed the experience, uh, meeting the guys out there, meeting you know, different teams, different players, legends, NBA players, uh, everybody. So uh, it felt good. And, you know, we get back there this year. Hopefully we make a deeper run. Uh, you know, we both hungry to get deeper in the tournament. Uh, then we both have, you know, Mississippi State lost, um, and I think the last four in last year, and we lost in the first round. So we all got that that edge to it that we want to go farther than just the first round in a, in a big dance. So, Jimmy, a lot of people don't know basketball is your really was your second love, and the other one, the first one was football. Tell everybody about, you know, that journey and that switch. You know, uh, Growing up, I kind of played both, uh, but for the most part, I was just a big kid. So I mean, I had I couldn't just sit around. So they, you know I'm saying, see which one I like more. Um, I got my first offer in football in eighth grade, and I wasn't even really. I was just raw talent at that point. Oh, hold on, hold on. repeat that again. Eighth grade. My first offer from eighth grade. Uh, in eighth grade, it was from Central Michigan. That was my first offer, and uh, I mean, once I got that offer, I kind of just felt like I, that was my sport at the time, and. As I kept playing, I get I got more offers like uh, Big Ten offers, SEC offers at the time. Uh, interest uh, got invited to the freshman All American game um, in Texas and the U.S. Army. So I had all the all the things that I wanted to do as a football player. But uh, as I got older and got kept growing, I just kept getting so tall and he's uh, <laughs> in football. It just wasn't really too good for me uh, as far as staying healthy and injury free. So. Uh, basketball kind of what I leaned on, took it more serious, started getting offers in basketball. Uh, got my first basketball offer in 11th grade from UNLV. Uh, I remember they called me while I was at practice. They they sent me an offer right before I practiced. Uh, and you know, I just felt like I was a basketball player at that point. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, talk to me about your family, your mom, your grandmom, your siblings. How important are they to you? And how much they're really involved in your uh, life? My my family keep me going, man. They 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 try to make as many games as they can. Uh, I mean, since I've been in college, they've been traveling, you know, all the way from Michigan. Whether they driving, catching a flight, catching on the bus, doing catching the bus together, driving the church vans down, whatever they got to do, they 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 doing it all, man. So I, I really appreciate them. Uh, you know, they really keep me going. Seeing them at the games, it, it just makes me want to go a little bit more harder. Even when I know they watch me on TV, it just uh, it just make me feel make me feel good about myself and just knowing I got that support from my family, uh, especially my mom. I mean, she she been there with me every step of the way. So, uh, big shout out to her for sure. Going from junior college, basically to Division One school, what was the main thing that you had to get used to? I know before you know you I, I hear a lot of people saying it's like. It's like boot camp, you know. 
pretty much what man. It, huh? That's pretty much what it, it, it feel like. Uh, just boot camp with basketball. <laughs> <For real. laughs> yeah. Like the living situation, just how our schedule was and things like that. Uh, you know, at my juco, we actually did have a. It was a two week um, deal we had. My coach doing. He called it Hell Week, and it was actually Hell Week boot camp. Uh, we, did that. we did that. Uh, so, but not what, even just. What was it like? What What did he say? What, yeah, what did it? In the morning, we had to run like two miles or something. Go in the gym. He got like different stations set up. We got to finish the station in a certain amount of time. You got to run again, like another mile or something right after that. Then you get like a little break. Then you go to practice. Then you got to come back at nighttime, do some more run. It was just a whole bunch of stuff for real. I think the crazy thing we did was he, he woke us up at like five in the morning. And you know how the parking lot, you got the lines in the parking lot. The parking yeah. lot, every single line through the whole parking lot. And we couldn't finish until we got that last one and came all the way back. And it took us probably, I don't even know how long it took us, but it took us a minute to get done with that whole parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the craziest thing I ever did. Do you miss miss that? No. <laughs> I, 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 I miss it in certain aspects of, of Juco. Uh, just because I feel like it helped me as a player and as a man, uh, just facing adversity and getting through tough times. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say I miss. I don't miss it. Uh, but you know, I, I had some good relationships there with my teammates, uh, staff, players, uh, students. So. I wouldn't say I had a bad time. It was just uh, just a time in my life I never thought I'd get to. But uh, I, you know, it helped me uh, get to where I am now. All right. Jimmy, um, part of your journey, been to uh, a few few places. How is the adjustment for you as far as playing for different coaches? Because every coach has his own philosophy. How do you make that adjustment? Uh, I feel like I adjusted things very well, just in my environment very well. Uh, I think I'm a very likable person. Uh, you know, a lot of people tell me that. Uh, so I just feel like I, I, I adapt very well to things, and I never really had a problem with moving different places, meeting new people, uh, and just, you know, people getting to know me. I mean, like I said, I'm a likable guy, uh, so uh, it never really, really been a problem uh, for me. What are, so, some of the, what are some of the things – that you do when you come back home on visits or for the su summer? I try to stay as much as I can, uh, working out. You know, it's kind of hard out there, especially with me trying to see everybody, you know, meet, see all my family, see all my friends. Uh, you know, I can't see everybody. But, uh, man, when I'm home, I'm just trying to make sure I see all my immediate family for sure. And then, you know, if I have enough time, I'm going to chill with some friends, old friends uh, from school and, and things like that. Uh, but, but mostly it's more, uh, just family and making sure I'm doing something to stay, keep my body in shape while I'm there. What's your What's your schedule, Jimmy? I want to know. Um, you your schedule is very busy, as we all know. All right. Now, what's your schedule? When like when do you sit there and take your me time out and for your own mental health? Like when do you sit down and be like, you know, I didn't practice like crazy this week. What do you do to like to like unwind and get your thoughts back to normalcy? Uh, we have a lot of times. Sometimes we have off days, so um, usually I just try to take that time and just sit back, chill with my dog. Uh, you know, my dog she kind of like my uh, my counselor that don't talk. She 
Uh, take her on walks. We go on long walks or something. I take her in the field, run around, play with her. Just ease my mind, take my mind off basketball and things like that. And it usually helped me out. Uh, listening to music, music a big part of my life. Uh, so uh, I, I just feel like I'm you know, those two things right there to keep me going uh, down or those type of situations. So you're a dog lover. Uh, got a uh, Doberman. She she nine months. Her name Tink. Tink. Yeah, Doberman is a big. I got dog. <laughs> right here laying on the couch. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she, she she a little baby right now, but she'll be a little bit bigger soon. Okay. Looking at big picture, Jimmy, where do you want to go with your basketball career? Uh, I mean, NBA has always has been my end goal since I started playing basketball, and you know, I always continue to be. Uh, you know, with this being my last year, I just now got to you know keep you know playing my best games and, and put my best foot forward, and you know try to get ready to up my draft stock. Um, Another reason I came back for another year is, you know, a lot of scouts were telling me, like, you know, get your body in, in better shape. Uh, you know, you're playing good, rebounding good, you know, finish a little bit better, shoot a little bit better. So I've been trying to do different things where, to make those scouts realize that I improve uh, and stuff like that. So um, I just got to keep, you know, staying, staying, on, staying on the ground and, and get those stats and, and, and do what I need to do to get my draft stack higher. Coming from uh, Saginaw, Michigan, and now you're in Starksville. What's a little different between the two towns? I mean, only difference I can really tell you is it's a little hotter down here. Uh, there's less violence down here. Uh, I mean, it's still Mississippi, it's, you know, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, it's a college town. You know, Saginaw is a, it's just a regular city. Uh, it's about the – I want to say it's the same size, but Starksville, you know, it's, it's real small like Saginaw. Not a lot to do here. Uh, but you know, I mean, I kind of like I said, I grew up in Saginaw, so being out here is kind of like I feel like I'm home, but I'm not really, you know, so I'm not home all the way. It's just kind of like the same type of feeling. Uh, but they got some good food out here, I give them that. <laughs> <laughs> what team, like, say, you know, you just said, and we'll ask you earlier, you said you're going to the NBA. What team would you want to pay, play for? Let's be honest. Man, you're top five. I'm, go, I'm going a little bit like this so everybody watching, they be like, okay, you heard it here first. Man, top five. Top five you would want to play for. Let's go. Let's make it exclusive. I just pick out top of my head. Because me personally. Hey, there we go. We'll go top of your head. We'll just say hypothetically speaking. Top yeah. of your head, top five. Right now, I say probably the Lakers, the, the Warriors, uh, I feel like the Grizzlies can use a big. I play for the Grizzlies. Uh, Clippers. Probably, uh, probably the Suns or something. Or the, the Pistons need help too, though. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you said they need help? Yeah, they need something. They need something over there. I'll help them out. Some. All right. <laughs> Jimmy, when you, uh, when you go towards the uh, end of your basketball, your college playing career this year, have you looked at any type agents you might want to hire? Uh, There's been a lot of agents, a lot of different people uh, hitting me up and, and things like that. So I'm not really too much worried about I mean, I got people to handle that right now. So I'm not really got my mind too much on that. Uh, kind of just trying to focus on you know, finishing the season and, and doing good. I don't, don't want to worry too much about, you know, the after because then I, you know, lose my – 
my mental space in these games, and you know, I got to keep that going uh, for mm-hmm. these. Well, we we done drove uh, into this outstanding podcast, Jimmy. I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, this is Purpose Driven Chance with myself, William Grayson, and William Harris. Hey, where can they find your stuff at, Jimmy? Your your uh your clothing and all that online. What's the website and everything? Uh, I have my Instagram. Uh, you put my Instagram on his E S G dot T U N K A E S G Tunkin. Uh, so you can look on there, or I can uh, I can send you guys a link to the few the few websites, and you guys can post it or, or do what you, you know. Want. We got we got you. All right, Jimmy, thanks for coming on. Hey, once you make it to the pros, you got to come back. I want to hear, oh, I can't do it. I'm too big now. Look, bro, no, we don't, we don't, we, and don't control all, uh, delete us from your phone book either. So <laughs> you got us? I got you for sure. <laughs> all right. All right, everybody. Bye. Thanks for another episode of Purpose Driven Champs. Good night. Good day.